This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League, the WHL Broadcast Partners, and Bauer Hockey. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show and the second weekend of the 2022 WHL Playoffs. We'll have a playoff update coming up. We'll also have a look at the latest playoff battles heading into the weekend. Kalos Blazer forward in the WHL's leading playoff goal scorer. He's headed back to Spokane for the first time since a trade deadline deal. We'll have an update with Luke Toporowski. The Portland Winterhawks, the first team through to round two earlier this week. Goaltender Taylor Gauthier and Gabe Claussen will weigh in on a series sweep of Prince George and what lies ahead. The numbers and odds held up for the Medicine Hat Tigers in the end. They won the WHL's Prospects Lottery and will select first in next month's Prospects Draft. Tigers Director of Player Personnel Bobby Fox will stop by. The Saskatoon Blades avoided a series sweep at the hands of the Moose Jaw Warriors this week with a big Game 4 victory on home ice. Goaltender Nolan Myers says a big third period pushed them onto a Game 5. It was everything for us. It's, uh, it was our season on the line, and for us 20-year-olds, it was, it was our career that, were, that was going to be finished. So it was, it was a must-win, and we battled, and I think we've been getting better every game that we've played, and we kind of got back to ourselves last night and uh, for sure tonight. So it's, uh, it's nice to see how we're trending, but uh, they're going to have a lot of pushback, and they're a really good team, so we just got to play our own game and weather them as much as we can. Now it's into Moostia for a game five. At the end of the day, it's still hockey, but it's, uh, we much rather prefer playing here just with our fans and our own atmosphere. It's, uh, it's, it's a huge thing, and that's why home ice is so important uh, for a regular season. So uh, it's, uh, they have a good atmosphere. they got good fans. They're going to be loud like they always are, so it's, uh, it's going to be fun. In Kelowna, the Rockets needed overtime to extend their series with Seattle. Crystal down low, Whiteman. In right there, Scott! Series now shifting back to Kent, Washington this weekend. This is the WHL This Week, presented by the Western Hockey League. Kalos Blazer forward Luke Toporowski is having a strong playoffs. His team is looking to finish off his former team now with three straight games set for the Spokane Arena. Well, Luke, you guys have to be feeling pretty good as you head back to Spokane. And there's some, some history for you uh, heading back there for sure, but uh, you're up 3-0. And, you know, what's your take on where you're at in the series? Yeah, I think we've just been doing everything right. We've been playing a full full 60 minutes for the most part, um, and we have to give them credit as well. They're, they're, they're pushing us, and they're playing well. So um, I just think we've been doing everything right, and uh, we're getting the good outcomes. As we speak, you're leading the WHL playoffs and goals. Uh, you have five so far. I would say it's been a pretty good postseason for you. How's it felt out there uh, personally? Yeah, I think um, everything's just clicking right now um, for the team and for myself personally. Um, my line mates Drew and Logan have been doing a great job also. Drew's awesome on the forecheck, and um, Logan just opens everything up. He, he's the best player in the league, so it's easy to play with him, and he gets me the puck, and everything's going in right now. Let's go back to game three. Uh, you think you opened the scoring on a lead pass from Mats Lindgren. That's you know the opening goal, but Spokane challenges and wins that challenge on the offside. Uh, but I guess moments later you got a chance to, to put one home, and, and that one would counter. That was quite the eventful first three minutes of the hockey game. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, I actually gave Lindy a hard time. I said that was probably the, 
slowest pass I've ever gotten. Um, but uh, from the drop of the puck to the edge and out cup, this is the WHL this week radio edition. Um, it worked out for them. Um, and then, I mean, I was I was kind of talking to the guys on the bench. I was like, might as well go get another one. Um, and that f- next shift, we we uh, Drew did a great job on the forecheck. Logan got me the puck, and I finished it off. Were you helping the on ice crew there with that with the with a point toward the goal there at the afterwards? Yeah, um, I mean, I've seen I've seen a couple guys do that after they've gotten goals disallowed. I mean, Austin Matthews, I think, was the first guy to do that. Um, and I think it's just always been something that's kind of funny. Um, and yeah, we we were saying on the bench, puck doesn't lie. So um, yeah, it was a good feeling and um, had some fun with it. All right. So back in Spokane, where you've played your entire WHL career up until a trade deadline deal, uh, and and this goes back. Uh, this goes back to basically when you were drafted at 15. Your older brother went through the system. I know you have some family in the organization, so I'm sure this weekend, you know, business aside, is uh, a special one here for you too. Yeah, um, Friday night's going to be the game, and we're going to take care of business as as well as we can. But like you're saying, it's going to be special. It's going to be really cool um, to get back to Spokane. I mean, all my relatives live there, um, and yeah, I'm just super excited. I mean, I've I've only ever played there as being on the home team, and it's going to be a little different um, being a visitor there. But I'm super excited to get back. I love the city. I love everything about Spokane. So. Um, yeah, we're going to take care of business, but um, besides that, it'll be a really special night. No midweek games for the Blazers this week, so no Tuesday-Wednesday games, so that maybe allows you to maybe check in on some of the other action, watch some of the other series. As we speak, Luke, there's three series that are 3-0, including yours. Have you had a chance to maybe check out some other action, see what else is going on out there? Yeah, I mean, I think Tuesday-Wednesday nights um, during the playoffs are the big nights, um, and we happen to not be playing. So, yeah, I tuned into a couple games. I think everybody kind of scoreboard watches um, during playoffs. You just, it's it's interesting. It's fun. You get to you get to follow along the other series um, while you're playing in your own, and and when you have those days off that other teams are playing, you like to tune in. So, yeah, I'll probably tune in again tonight. In the corners and around the boards, the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The Portland Winterhawks were the first team through to round two following a 2-1 game four victory in Prince George. Goaltender Taylor Gauthier postgame after the series victory against his former club. So Taylor, first taste of playoff hockey and you complete the sweep four games. I think your goals against average sitting at 1.0. Tell me a little bit about just the past four games. Yeah, they've been uh, real emotional games, really uh, tightly contested. Um, I thought we uh, we did a good job in every game, uh, you know, shutting them down whenever we needed to. Um, They played a really tight game, Um, they didn't give us a lot. We we capitalized on our our opportunities when we needed to and uh, you know, we did uh, everything we needed to, to to win those games. Tell me a little bit about just the mentality you had coming into this series because this is a team that a few months ago you were practicing against day after day and here you were going up against them four games in a row. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was tough to to kind of get in the, the mentality. Um, you know, with so many of my, my good friends on the on the other team it was it was hard to you know bear down and you know get into that uh, playoff mentality, but uh, you know, I, I thought I did a good job right off the bat. And, uh, I think they, uh, whenever the, the final buzzer went tonight, the, I kind of let them go for a little bit. And, uh, it, was, it was a real bittersweet uh, couple moments tonight, but uh, I'm, I'm real happy that we uh, 
we finish it off tonight, uh, get some much-needed rest, and uh, get ready for the next season or next series. Now preparing for the second round of the WHL playoffs. Initial feelings? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's nice. Uh, it's obviously it's my first playoff, so I, I don't really know what to expect. I'm just uh, kind of going with the flow right now, and uh, you know the intensity is is going to ramp up, and um, you know we're going to need to you know bring it even more uh, and, uh, and keep this train going. Winterhawks forward Gabe Clausen post game after the series clinching win. Yeah, obviously we don't have a ton of experience in this room, but. But we we're confident with our group coming in, and uh, we were able. We knew they were going to come out hard, but it was it was nice to have the first couple games at home. And obviously, Goats played unbelievable throughout the whole series, and, and we played with a lot of confidence in front of them, so it was good. And now, tell me a little bit. You finished the regular season uh, sixth on the team in scoring, but you're at the top of the team in scoring in the postseason. Tell me a little bit about that, just that switch, or what 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 has fed into that uh, mentality in the postseason. Yeah, I think all of us have the mindset that we know it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough battle, and. And uh, my line played well throughout the whole series. We've, we've kind of had PG's number this year, so, so we kind of just kept it going. And, uh, and yeah, we were playing well as a line and, and confident. And uh, the, the acquisition, I've got to ask, but the acquisition of Taylor Goche, end of December, uh, you guys started rolling the moment he stepped in between the pipes. Uh, this also, his first taste of the postseason, how was he for you guys? Yeah, he, I guess just like he said, uh, not a lot of experience like the rest of us, but, but we knew he was going to be there first like he has been all year, and uh, it makes it a lot easier to play in front of that when you know he's going to shut the door. He made a couple unbelievable saves in the second half of that game that, that really kept us in it and, and allowed us to uh, complete the sweep. Did you guys have to reel him in with the, the first PG rivalry. <laughs> yeah, he, he knew it. He's got a lot of buddies over there, but obviously he's field like us and we just want to win, so we'll do anything to get that. Awesome. And I guess now, the next round, I mean, not a lot of playoff experience, but here you guys are completing a sweep and on to the next round of the WHL playoffs. Yeah, I think it's going to be Kamloops that we're facing, and, and uh, we've had a good series with them throughout the year, and, and obviously they're a great team, so it's, uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a good battle. Awesome. Thank you. Gabe, a few more. Uh, you and James playing pretty well together. Uh, Five of the team's 11 goals in the series came on your two sticks. Uh, how's the chemistry from the regular season feeling going into the postseason play? Yeah, it helps a lot. Obviously, we've played I think three quarters of the year together pretty much and and uh, we so you obviously learn to play play well with each other and uh, and we just kept that going throughout the postseason here. Regular season it was offense against Prince George I think you guys average over five goals a game uh, this series you do it in just under three goals a game defense you only allowed four goals so yeah. uh, did you like the performance there to shut things down on your own end? Yeah I think that's playoff hockey there's not a lot of chances either way and and uh, obviously with goats and net helped us out a lot to keep a puck out of our net and uh, and yeah we were, we were able to come out on top. From the drop of the puck to the Edge Chanel Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Well, coming up next month, the Medicine Hat Tigers will be drafting number one after winning the WHL Prospects Lottery last week out of Calgary's head office. The Director of Player Personnel for the Medicine Hat Tigers is Bobby Fox and joins us on the line this week. Bobby, I want to ask if you were tuned into the Prospects Lottery there, there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we're actually uh, sitting in Salmon Armour in the rink uh, during the BC Cup. One of uh, one of our scouts had it going on his laptop, uh, so it was pretty exciting, uh, you know, when our card came up. Yeah, it makes it, I would say, maybe a little bit easier for everybody. I know it's been a busy time with two drafts and one this last year, but, you know, obviously with that first overall pick, you're looking to add someone that can be a marquee player for your organization for years to come. No, no, exactly. And as a staff, uh, we're really excited and it, we're going to be able to add a significant building block here uh, moving forward. 
There is a name that is sort of the consensus number one out there, and he's actually a player from Whitehorse that uh, plays hockey at uh, Rink Academy in Kelowna. His name is Gavin McKenna. Now, you don't have to give away your whole strategy today if you don't want to, but uh, he is the number one guy. Is he the player that the uh, Tigers will be looking at there on draft day? Uh, well, I'll keep uh, my cards close to, close to my chest right, <laughs> right now, but uh, he is he's a really impressive player. Um, He's he's very gifted. One of the one of the smartest guys uh, in the draft this year. Uh, he's he's going to be a major offensive contributor moving forward in the league. Not only the first overall pick, but because of the uh, Svekoski trade, you'll actually pick three times in the first twenty three selections. So the Tigers have to be looking at this draft as really the the building block for the next wave. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know we're going through the provincial camps right now. We're going to finalize our our list, uh, but with one sixteen twenty three, those uh, you know we want to uh, do the best we can to make sure we're hitting on, on those because uh, you're exactly right. Like this is uh, a significant drop for us. Uh, we need to uh, we need to nail it. To be honest. You're drafting 2007 born players, so that didn't take long. You just finished with the 06 there uh, in December. Uh, what's the 07 draft look like, Bobby? Um, I think it's, uh, you, you know, there's a bunch of different flavors out there and you're, you're going to see, you know, teams go after, you know, what they they like, what they think their identity is moving forward. And um, I think there's, you know, definitely the, you know, in the first round, everybody's going to get a really good player. Medicine Ad always does a really good job of players in their own backyard, sort of making sure that the players in Southern Alberta and Alberta, for that matter, are taken care of here, expecting some local flavor or perhaps even some Alberta flavor come draft day. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm on my way with our, with our staff to the Alberta Cup uh, today, actually, and then, uh, you know, get the one last look at the Alberta guys, but no, you're right. We uh, we do like our Alberta boys, and um, I think there's uh, quite a, a good handful of guys coming out of Alberta this year, and, and including you know the southern Alberta, Lethbridge, Medicine Hat areas. So uh, I I can't tell you it is a draft. Everybody has a shot at them, but uh, it's for sure if there's a you know a guy that we covet in a particular spot, uh, we're going to go after him. Our guest is Bobby Fox, Director of Player Personnel for the Medicine Hat Tigers. They hold that first overall pick. And, uh, you know, you mentioned your staff and, and all the directors of player personnel across the WHL. Uh, this has been, an, uh, I would say, uh, a different year. Two drafts within five months of each other. Uh, really no chance to catch your breath. What's it been like behind the scenes for these WHL teams the past uh, six months? Yeah, well, I'm staying off air to you. Like, it's it's a really good group of guys, first of all, and we all know each other. Or we see each other basically almost every weekend for you know whether it's a showcase or a, a tournament, and um, it, it has been a, it really has been a busy year. But it's it's been fun. It's been a challenge. Something something new. We we get to see a bunch of excellent hockey players, and really you can't complain much about our jobs. We're we're pretty lucky. All right, well, Bobby, you'll be stepping up to that podium first uh, in May here coming up with WHL Prospects Draft, first overall selection after winning the Prospects Lottery. We appreciate your time here on WHL this week. Good luck. Well, thank you, John.
Hey, that's the show. Big thanks to our guests and the help from across the league this week. I'm John Key. Next week, we'll set the stage for round two. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation with the WHL broadcast partners and Bauer Hockey.